Welcome to Finding Your Direction, the podcast designed to inspire you to take the first step towards developing your career in the direction of your dreams. I'm your host, Emma Lynch, and in today's episode, I had the pleasure of chatting with Gary Collins. Gary is a professional photographer and founder of Gary Collins Photography and also co-founder of Sheer Photography. His career story is an incredible one, taking him from traveling the world as a dancer for Lord of the Dance to transitioning into the roles of an accountant and business manager before finding his true passion as a professional photographer. This episode is a testament to the fact that our careers can take unexpected turns as we grow and evolve. Remember to leave a rating if you like this episode and please hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. I'm delighted to introduce today's guest, Gary Collins. Gary, firstly, welcome and thank you very much for joining me today. Hi, Emma, no problem. Delighted to be here. So Gary, you have such an interesting career journey since you finished school. And I, I definitely have been really excited about chatting to you today more about it. So to get us started, can you share a little bit about yourself, your current role, and kind of what's involved in your role at the moment? So at the moment, I run Gary Collins Photography, and that is primarily a wedding photography and commercial photography business. And then with my wife, Aoife, we run Sheer Photography, which is an Irish landscape print photography business. So we do ourselves my photographs as landscapes and we also do notebooks, greeting cards, calendars. My role within the business would be the creative side of it. So I take all the photographs and I kind of have the the artistic visual side of it. And I also manage the financial kind of business side of it as well. And then Ethan, my partner, my wife kind of runs the the marketing, the brand, that's the the wholesale side of things. Okay, very interesting to have the, the two aspects to the, the business as well. And interesting how you point out that obviously you're the creative side, but also you, you look after the, the financial side of things as well. Professional photography is obviously a very different role from where you started your career after your leaving cert. Can you share a little bit more about your career journey from leaving cert to where you are now as a professional photographer? Yeah, so I've had quite a, a varied career path to get to where I am at the moment. Growing up, I was an Irish dancer, so I would have competed at the highest level of Irish dancing and got my first job working in Bonatti Castle as an Irish dancer when I was 15 years of age. Lovely. So that was always kind of where my first job started. When I completed Leave and Start Dean, I actually joined Lords of Dance. So Michael Flatley would have had auditions and invited us to join. So I toured with Lord of the Lance for a year and a half. And then wow. I came back then to get the safe, secure job as an accountant. So I went to Waterford IT where I studied and did my BA in accountancy. And from there then continued on and did my traineeship with a firm in Ennis. And after that, then I moved into more of the business management side of things. So kind of as a business advisor in the entertainment industry, kind of following on from doing the Irish dancing and touring, it kind of led naturally into me kind of working with music artists who were touring and stuff like that. And after the maybe seven years, eight years of accountancy, 
the photography was always in my head. I mm. had people when I was touring with the show, it was always kind of a, a hobby and a passion where I captured the landscapes, the people that we toured with and kept that up through college and while doing the accountancy and would have got in working with some of the local news media doing sports kind of photography. And yeah, eventually somehow ended up doing weddings and worked the two together for about a year and a half. So worked as a business management advisor inside Limerick and shooting weddings at the weekends for about a year and a half and eventually made the decision to jump ship and set up my own business and go full time into it. Wow. That's quite a journey. In terms of the, the business manager role and, and working in finance as well, did you feel there was something lacking in terms of the creative side that you weren't getting the fulfillment or, or what was it do you think that that was kind of always there in terms of the photography? Yeah, absolutely. I, I love my role as an accountant. I know accountancy can be seen as boring, but I, when I went into the entertainment side of it, it was, it was a different aspect. It wasn't just your, your farm accounts, your income tax. There was a lot more to it. We used to manage the music contracts, the, the record label the touring budgets, so there was an awful lot more to it. And yeah, the, the creative side was always there. So obviously with the dancing, I'd be kind of artistic and creative. Then yeah. the photography kind of followed suit. And any downtime would always have been spent with a camera in hand out along the coast. So there was always a little niggle in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Not for a business, but could I be doing more with the photography? Could it be kind of maybe a side hustle or just a side project? Um, but naturally enough, it kind of felt for me that it led into a business, which I was looking at. Very, very good. And even when you go back to when you were in school, would you have ever considered photography as, as a career at that point in time? Never. It no. did into my head. I say from second year in school, I was going to be an accountant. That, that okay. was, that's all I was. Um, I had this vision in mind that I wanted to be an accountant and Kind of followed it through to a sense, but I suppose as you grow older and you experience more of the world and you see more job opportunities and you see people making a living out of, out of photography or out of the artist world, it kind of, it did start to enter the head that, okay, maybe I could go down the creative side of things. Okay. And as I've been doing a lot of these conversations and things, what I found is that a lot of people would have had like just a final thing that gave them the, the last push or the tipping point to go right yeah I'm gonna do that is that something you could identify with for you know in any of the kind of role transitions that you've gone through I think going from the accountancy to the photography it didn't it didn't kind of naturally just be I'm I'm going I'm going so I would have gone from having the full-time job to doing the two together and then eventually when I made the decision to go with the photography, I was lucky enough that I could still kind of contract back into the business management role I was working with and used to maybe a day and a half, two days a week with them. It did hit a point then where I suppose the financial head of me kicked in and with the support of Ethan, my wife, we kind of looked at everything and I knew I had six months of wages covered from the photography. So yeah. that was my safety blanket and that was the, okay, I have this coming. That's the decision made. I can now leave the accountancy practice and move on and set up our own business and go with it. Very good. And 
it's interesting, actually, the six months has come up in a lot of the conversations I've had with they, people as they've gone through career transitions. Yep, six months wages as a safety net, which is good yeah. as well. And how long did you do the, the sort of contracting with the, the business manager role for that sort of day, day and a half? Before I, you finally went, no, I can do this full time. Yeah, I did it for about five months. It was, it was quite sporadic. So some weeks it might be in, some months it might be in every week, other months it might only be once, once a month. So it was very much on my own terms. So if I knew I was busy with photography, I didn't contract into them. Um, but max maybe about five months. And then I was comfortable enough that I was happy with the decision to, to progress with, with our own businesses. Okay. And one of the things about photography then is obviously it, there's a natural eye and a skill to it and such, but there's a lot of, I suppose, things you have to learn at the same time. Did you do courses or did you teach yourself or how did you, you kind of really get the place you needed to get to, to, in terms of skills, but sort of photography? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent self-taught, so I have no okay. training whatsoever. Very much just started with picking up a camera when I was on tour and kind of just messing around with settings and eventually progressed to kind of from a, a basic camera to a bridge camera, which allowed me to mess around with the manual settings and then progressed into DSLR. I very much just learned on the spot. You used to go out and just mess with settings and like, I have a picture in my mind. How do I create it? Through that, then the camera kind of just became second nature to me with settings and adjustments and at this stage you don't even look at the camera you know where everything is you know what you're doing so very much self-taught but i think the eye as you say i, I have an eye for mm. for instance obviously i see something that somebody else might see differently but that's where your creative license your creative style come in so lucky that i had an eye for it and was able to kind of naturally pick up the the skill set to go with it and you mentioned there as well that you did a couple of weddings or, or you managed to get a, one or two weddings in the early days. How, how did that come about? I was bullied into it really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have covered a lot of Kamobi and ladies football and hurling for some of the local papers and through Aoife then with her Kamobi team got to know a lot of the girls and eventually mm -hmm. one of them was like, you're doing my wedding. And I was like... Okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. Why not? I, I don't normally shoot posed photographs, but I'd, I'd like to give it a go. And she had the confidence in me. We were good friends. So it's kind of something that just naturally happened. And as it happened then before Ashley shot her wedding, I had six other weddings done because I kind of started to put the feeders out to get more. And it just naturally kind of formed for me like that. Then. Okay. So it's really, it was kind of the networks that you had helped and encouraged you and um, in those early days to you know I suppose once you have one wedding you gain a bit of confidence and to keep going then with the the other weddings as well yeah exactly I suppose weddings is very much word of mouth for myself yeah. I don't particularly advertise it's you do a wedding you hope you get a wedding or two out of it and yet was lucky enough that friends and family kind of saw the saw the talent there was at the start and nurtured it and helped me a lot so Grateful for that. Brilliant. And in terms of, I suppose, the support when you were kind of thinking about making these, these transitions, both in the early days from the dancing into the accountancy and, and business manager role, but then into photography. Obviously, you mentioned your wife, Eva. 
What other things would you say would have supported and helped you during those kind of real changeover periods? Yeah, I suppose Eagle's support was massive. Um, I can't say I'd have made the leap myself without having the support of Visa and kind of the, the gentle nudge in the back. Mm. Outside of that, then obviously family and friends have been very supportive from the start. And I suppose I, I'm lucky enough that there's a lot of supports locally between enterprise offices and different things like that, that there's a lot of guidance there for you if you wish to go looking for it. Very good. And you would have also gone through a challenge of obviously the being a wedding photographer during COVID and you, obviously your, your other business had just kind of started as well. How, how did you manage that time? Because obviously that's a big challenge when that's ring them as a wedding and they're, they're, they weren't happening. Yeah, that, that was a massive challenge. Mm-hmm. The wedding side of things just stopped. Mm-hmm. In, in 18 months, I had eight weddings in 18 months during COVID. Normally I'd do 40 to 50 a year. Yeah, I'm lucky that there's a lovely network within Clare, Limerick, Tipperary. There's 14 or 15 photographers. We started up our own WhatsApp group. Mm. We kind of, it's, it's a lonely business when you work for yourself. Yeah. To get a group that are there to support you is fantastic. And through that then we were able to kind of bounce reschedule dates off of people and we kind of came to a few agreements with ourselves about deposits and moving weddings between us. So there was a good network there to support us through it. The sheer photography then that had just started in November 2019 and it was early February, March when we kind of, our vision on that was to go down the wholesale retail route. We were going approaching shops, we were going to get in stock in shops and that was the vision for that business. Along with that, we had set up our own website. So we were lucky that that was up and running, mm. but it was never a priority. It wasn't the focus. So it was when lockdowns ticked in, we were able to react quite quickly. So between for myself, Isra would have designed the website and got it up and running. And then I would have been working on the, the back catalog of images to try and get the, the collections together. So we were lucky that we had that ready to go. Mm-hmm. Not to the extent that we thought it would, but the, we were good in getting on the buy local, the Irish made, all those kind of campaign campaigns. We'd have been very strong on Twitter and Instagram and kind of linking in with Champion Green and other organizations like that to, to get the brand out there and to build it. So we were lucky we had a visual product. People couldn't travel to the coast or couldn't travel to certain locations, but our images could come to them. So we very yeah. Very much kind of played on that, that you may not be able to get there, but we can get an image to you. Again, really highlighting that when challenges can happen, when you do make a, a transition in your career, that the networking is just so important, both very, you know, the close networks, but also colleagues, your point about that actually being self-employed can be a bit lonely when challenges hit as well. It's really, really valid too. So Gary, this has been such an interesting story, really demonstrating how like your career trajectory can very much change from when you do your leaving search and it can change a number of times as you go through your your life as well. So for anyone that's listening, that's in the position where they're in that good, safe job, it's ticking a lot of boxes in terms of security, et cetera, but perhaps they have a, a sort of feeling that they're not 100% kind of as fulfilled as they'd like to be in their role, particularly from a creative aspect. 
Is there any advice you'd like to share to anyone listening in that position? Yeah, I suppose it's the safe job. It, it's good to have it. It's safe mm. to have it. But if that little niggle is there, I'll always say explore it. You'll have no regrets if you try something. Mm. So I think if you if you have a creative side to you, try start it one day a week, an evening a week, just kind of gradually get into it and see, see is there a business in it? See is there a progression there for it? It is. It, it's a tricky one to make the leap. It takes a lot of faith to do it. But I think if you're somebody who's risk adverse, much like I am, gradually go into it. But if you're someone who's a bit of a risk taker, you won't regret trying it. So I think it's definitely worth giving it a go. That's brilliant advice, Gary. Yeah, you won't regret trying it if you give it a go. So, but Gary, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing a fascinating stories. So thank you. That was great. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're inspired by Gary's story and you have a passion that you would like to build into your own career plan, I'm hosting a free Creating a Career Plan workshop on Thursday the 15th of June at 7pm. The link for more details and to sign up is in the show notes.